So what are we doing right now? Because I feel like people got into this scared mentality of like, oh my gosh, I have to hold so tight onto what's mine and protect mine. And now it's like, that's not, that's not, that's not how we flourish. That's not how we yeah. thrive. And so with someone who has a tight grip on their life, they're like, well, I can't, I can't do this, Carlos, because you yeah. don't understand my life is too hard. Like if I, if I lose grip of anything that I have, or if I like, if I lighten up or if I try to like get outside of myself, it's all going to fall apart. Like how yeah. someone who's so caught up in the yeah. scarcity mentality and the fear mentality, how how does one start to start to chip away at changing that? And I know this is your book. So, like, yeah. OK, let's do this. How to be human. How yeah. do you chip away at the old limiting beliefs that do not serve us as humans and us as a collective? Yeah. How do we chip away at these fearful, judging, hate, hating, where we actually like sometimes hate each other for, and don't even know each other? Yeah. How do we how do we shift that mindset and recalibrate? And yeah. I know you talk about that in your book, How to Be Human. But like, what are some like ways to just start stepping into that? Yeah, uh, start looking in the mirror more often than you're looking through your telescope, right? So it's like, okay, what is? I mean, I go through it in my book. Like, what is the bias I have in my life? Like, start asking you. And and again, this isn't. I'm going to tell you these things, but this isn't easy. I know people are going to be like, well, Carlos, that's not easy. I want something easy. This isn't like like it's not. You know, but it is. Um, it it is, it is going to be so important to self reflect on exactly who we are. So like, see your own bias. I, so I bias always, means like what I don't like or what uh, I don't agree bi with. No, but bias, bias is, is uh, something you believe about somebody else that isn't true based on your own experience, right? Without like actually getting to know, yes. know it. So again, for instance, very, you know, I, as a black guy in the South, right? Like every time I've been called the N word in the last few years, you know, that I've lived here in very traumatizing experiences, Dave, it was every single time it was by like a, an old white dude with like an American flag on their bumper sticker or something. And so what, what did that do in me? It created a bias in me mm. towards old white dudes with white flags, mm. with American mm. flags, mm. right? And mm -hmm. so that is a true bias in me. But is that true about old dudes, most old dudes with white American? No, like that's not, that's not true about them. But it's a bias that was created because of true experiences. So, you know, what I've got to do is I've got to look that bias in the face and say, okay, this was true about six guys, but it's not true about the rest of them. And I've got to break that. I got to break that. And so I just think if we start looking at our own biases and we all have them, I've got them, you've got them, everyone listening to the podcast has them and start calling them out, facing them in the mirror. I think we're going to start to deconstruct some of those. But how do you protect yourself? Because here it is, you've had six experiences with yeah. old white dudes with American flags who've called you the n-word i mean that's yep. something to make yourself want to be protected against and i feel like that yeah. that can be like the issue is like how do you yes there's a bias like, rightly so but how yeah. do we not have it how do you not walk into that well you have to protect you, you have to protect your i mean listen don't stand on issues i don't stand on issues walk with people doesn't mean i'm going to place my mental health uh in a in a, in a bad place it doesn't mean i'm going to go like like, like I'm not going to go find a KKK rally tomorrow and walk in there and go like, hey guys, my name's Carlos. I'm ready to be your friend, right? Like, no, there's protections I have to place around my, my mental health in order to do this right. So we have to be smart. There's going to be people that you're not going to be able to walk with. There's going to be people that you're not going to be able to stand with. There, there will be. 
but there will be people that you can. So again, just because you can't with one person doesn't mean you throw the baby out with the bathwater. Find those that you can. There will be ones that you are able to stomach, right? Me and my best friend on planet Earth stand on completely opposite sides of the aisle politically, okay? Like vehemently opposite sides. Like, like we, we really disagree on a lot of important things. 2020 really jacked us up, our friendship. So you know what I said? We're going to find something to root together with. Mm. and together on. So we bought Nashville SC soccer tickets and we go on when Nashville SC is playing, we go to Geodas Park, we stand next to each other and we high five and we scream and we root for Nashville SC. And what is that doing? We found something that we can cheer for together and it's healing us. So I'm walking next to him. I'm walking with him. Walking with somebody doesn't mean changing their mind on something. It just means walking with them. So how are we going to seep this into the heads of the politics, like the people who are actually running? Yeah. And I know you have Sharon Sesso as your, I don't even yeah. know her real name, but Sharon Sesso, who is to me, yeah. I like don't follow a lot of news or media because I, I don't like hearing all of the biased opinions out there. But yeah. Sharon is the one I follow because I feel like she gives the best factual information across the board about what is happening in politics and she knows everything about history and laws and yeah she brought your forward which is amazing yeah so is, yeah. is it like women is it like <clears throat> people like her that is going to just slowly change the higher I, I i think so i i think you know um i think it's who we vote for right so like 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 I, we're we're actually in charge so like but what if I, you can't like what if you can't stand with either one, because you're like, yeah. but they both have like, that's where I like I sure. get this mark where I'm like, oh, yeah. there's like such downfalls to like all of it, How, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there. I don't think there's going to be a perfect solution. Um, and there's definitely not a perfect party, you know, uh, but, but you have to, I, I just think if we can put more compassionate, empathetic people that even... That, that may vehemently disagree with each other. But I mean, I, I look at but like 1980s, like Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan, they, literally the Speaker of the House and the President of the United States, vehemently opposing different po political parties were best friends. Like, like their kids called each other uncles, right? Like, and so it's like, it's possible to humanize each other while you still disagree. Right. And that's the part that we're missing. And so yeah. that's what you're really trying to remind us all that like, we don't just have to hate each other. Like yeah. literally we can totally agree, but like, I feel like that's what's happened. Like we just hate each other. It's like, we yeah. disagree and then it's just hate. And then not yeah. only just hate, it's like not that person needs to like go down, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's true. We, we can't, we can't live it that way. <laughs>